is going on, Team Loser Podcast listeners? I am your host, Andrew Shot, a.k.a. Shot, and you are my team, a.k.a. my losers, a.k.a. I am the big loser himself, the big L daddy. Shot, I've already introduced myself. Yeah, hi. Welcome. What's going on? Welcome to Team Loser After Dark. No, I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. Anyway, I hope you're having a good time. I hope you are gearing up for the holiday season. And if you're not, let me just give you a warm embrace and just say, hey, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. Uh, Let's see. I know last episode was titled Hiatus to the Biatus, but I'm going to discuss later on in the episode what happened. We had a little bit of a personal in-house medical issue we had to take care of here in the shot household. Uh, But I want to talk about... Before we get into that, and Halo Infinite and all the good stuff, just want to say, hey, how you doing? Hi. Hey, what's up? Hello. Seeing your pretty eyes as soon as you came in through the door. I keep quoting that song, and please, Fetty Wob, do not sue me. It's just so damn catchy. Anyway, what's going on? What's going on? Marvin Gaye. This is not a musical podcast. This is not a BDSM podcast. This is just a podcast where I was meant to interview my best friends and then I never got any of them to join me on my interviews or my questions. So me going to ramble and talk about some shit. Uh, so let's talk about earlier this year. I know I was a little bit open with my last episode about like my depression and my alcoholism and negativity it was just like a snowball effect with covid and then just you know social media and just the fact of like you're seeing people around you in your personal life be so much more happier than you and it's just like i i would like to emulate or even replicate or even just feel an ounce of happiness that they're even pretending to have for a family photo or stuff like that and so it was a really tough time period in my life um, earlier this year I decided to do, and I know that I apologize, this might turn some people off, this is just my personal experience and this is just my journey, uh, I did psilocybin mushrooms, so I did a week of detox from alcohol and that was a, it, it That necessarily wasn't the challenge because I knew I was looking forward to doing the mushrooms and I was looking forward to tripping. And I know that sounds horrible because like, oh, you're tripping. No, I was looking forward to the experience and trying to learn something from it. And I did learn something pretty big from it. I uh, had all my ducks in a row, so I made sure Bandit was taken care of. I was in a safe spot and I just, you know... I wasn't going to go anywhere, I wasn't going to do anything stupid, I wasn't going to get behind the wheel of a car, and I just, you know, was in a safe environment, just listening to very powerful music that I love, and I, let's see, I bought a whole ounce, I'm not going to get into the numbers of it, I ate a good, I ate majority of the ounce, and I really wasn't feeling anything a few hours into it. And then I ate the second half of the ounce. And as soon as I ate the second half of the ounce, which was a lesser amount than the first half, that's when I started to trip. And 
things started like you, you know it's, it's it sounds so stupid you never want even for a podcast episode you never want to hear somebody talk about oh man the colors and the no it was just a weird thing like like it was a weird experience and everybody has a different experience i know some people just personally get sick i just straight up ate it and drank water i know some people put it on a peanut butter jelly sandwich or a peanut butter sandwich um and I know by me even admitting this out loud, this is going to ruin my chances for sponsorships and stuff like that. But this was something very powerful, and it means something a lot with me. And it, it's something I, I, I carry and I, I, I think about a lot to this day. Like, it's, it's something I think about. It's, I carry it with me. I know. I'm repeating myself. I'm stumbling. But during my trip, it was like... First... The first half, I had to go through, like, a movie-like version of my life. And I had to experience all of my trauma. Like, all of the physical abuse, whether it was bullies or the sexual abuse, whether it was people that were supposed to be taking care of me at the time. Or whether it was the abandonment issues I felt like because I felt that my parents were always too busy working and then I had to rely on my sisters to take care of me. And that I wasn't upset with them that they wanted to start their own lives because they're older than me. But it was just like I felt stuck. Like once, you know, my sisters are over 10 years older than me. So once they moved out of the house, it was like, what am I going to do? Like I had to survive on my own. And I wasn't used to that kind of thing. So, with that being said, it's and with my hearing disability, I know it's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna go down a whole rabbit hole of like excuses. It just feels like I don't really relate to people, and it's hard for me to open up and accept people. So, even with the whole depression and alcoholism, it just felt like I was never gonna open up or find something or find a purpose or a meaning. And once I did. You know, maybe it was quitting drinking for a week or so and then taking the mushrooms. But it showed me, a, I hate saying the word vision. Maybe it was like a dreamlike thing. Like I was dreaming while awake, but like maybe daydreaming, I guess it was essentially that. But and the all I felt was like this weird Sphere, like a sphere ball of it felt like the sun it felt like dr octopus was out here trying to fucking contain teridium or whatever the fuck it was from spider-man 2 and i'm out here doing the fucking hand i'm imitating the, the octopus thing around my phone while i'm recording you get the idea it felt like a weird sphere of like warmth and light around me and it felt like a hug it, it was weird I'm not that kind of person that sits there and advocates, hey, whoa, man, you need to, like, experience... No, if you're not into it, if you're not comfortable, if you're not open to it, do not do it. That's why when I was at the music festival for Firefly and I did not feel comfortable, I knew I did not feel comfortable. And not only what happened two or three months later, you had the travesty of Travis Scott at Astroworld. I felt like I wasn't comfortable in that environment because I couldn't trust other people. They were willing to let other people be 
on drugs and do whatever the fuck they wanted to do out in the open and out in public without the, you know, restraints of COVID. And, like, people have been locked up for so long. I don't know what Joe Blow from Dover, Delaware is going to fucking do if he has a pistol on him. I don't want to be in the crowd. Sorry. I'd rather just listen to the music at home. Just rather not be in the crowd right now at that time. When I feel comfortable, maybe I'll go into the VIP sections or something. I don't know. I just did not feel comfortable in that situation. Henceforth, when I was doing my trip, and like I said, I took the second half of my mushrooms. So I was probably like five hours into my trip at that point. I finally saw a pair of eyes that were looking back at me. And it was familiar. It was green. And they were big and they were just looking up at me and it was just this weird face and it like the face around the eye started to form and it was just like holy shit that's my face if I was a fucking four-year-old girl (laughs) or younger it was it was weird and in my vision it just showed me as being like a father like end all be all that's it And if you know me in my personal life, I am a selfish motherfucker. I push people away. I push. That's that's pretty much why almost all my relationships fuck up. And the ones that don't fuck up because of me, it's because somebody else sees me for the fuck up that I am and they break it off before they realize it's too late. And that's... That's the truth. I think it's... I've been holding on to this emotion because I think on the outside it it would make me be a stronger person. But then I realized that the, the emotion I was holding on to on the outside was just anger. And honestly, I... I I'm not an angry person. I I just don't like that I was holding on to that so long. And maybe it was because I felt like I needed to because I felt like maybe that was strength. But deep down behind that rage, that anger was just fear and that's what I've been holding on to that's I'm scared that if I was the real version of myself the happiest version of myself that people would see They would see a reason not to like me. They would see me for who I am. And I don't really know what that means right now. But I mean, I'm willing to admit it that I'm just scared that people would see me. I don't. What does it mean to be 
Andrew shot. Like, I don't know. Maybe I've just been holding on to that anger for so long that I haven't been really living my life. And that that little bit of spark and hope that was inside of me, I just... Why I created this podcast in the first place, I don't know. I hope this doesn't get lost in ramblings. I just, uh, yeah, so... For the first time, I saw hope. I saw these beautiful green eyes looking back at me, and it was just... It was beautiful, and it's something that even when I look in the mirror, up until recently, I couldn't stand looking at the reflection. Like I said, with the alcoholism and the vicious cycle of endless negative feedback loop of just being constantly telling myself that I wasn't worth love and I'm not worth it. I'm just don't put yourself out there. Just stop trying. (sighs) Maybe that comes from wanting to pursue a career in acting and going to casting calls and just being told next or being told that you're not good enough or that you just don't have quote unquote it. Maybe it's because I'm just kind of numb to rejection at this point and I don't really know how to handle it because I don't like being rejected. I mean, who does? Nobody. (laughs) You fucking idiot. I don't know. Like... I had a, uh, so I started putting myself out there. Like I said, I've gotten over that, uh, the whole psilocybin trip. Uh, in October, after the podcast episodes, the high, or one episode, the hiatus episode, my, uh, my mom has been having physical issues with her hip. I have... Since I live with my parents, I've come home twice in the month of October with my mom on the ground of my house or on the stairs crawling to her bed because she's in so much pain because she fell or she was embarrassed that she fell before I got home. And I felt so weak and I still feel that way. That I let someone down that needed me. And someone that still needs me. And I'm too busy at this stupid fucking job I hate. Making circuit boards that go in the fucking Tomahawk defense missile systems. And it's just like, why am I doing this for fucking $15 an hour breathing in chemicals that are going to kill me? Why am I doing that when I have my mom suffering at home? It's just like a weird existential crisis question. So in October, after I recorded the hiatus episode, my mom has fallen two or three times. And I've had to say something to my dad and my mom. And I'm like, I, 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 it's for my mental health with everything going on, I, I, I can't come home and find my mom hurt or, or worse. 
So they took it upon themselves to be like, all right, we understand you loud and clear. Let's just take a, a weekend off. We'll go to the beach as a family. We can take Bandit with us and we'll just get out of the house. And so we did that. We took a trip to Ocean City, Maryland. We took Bandit with us and it, it was therapeutic in hindsight, but during the time I was just so miserable because a lot of things going on. Like I had to go into work that Friday. I went into a work early shift after being there late the night before. So like I pretty much did a back-to-back shift. And then when as soon as I got home, I wanted to take a shower because I smelled like phosphorus chemicals and other stupid shit, solder bright. I was just like, I just wanted to take a shower, but my parents were like, no, let's get right into the car at 3.30 p.m. on a Friday and be stuck in traffic. So by the time we got to the freaking hotel in Ocean City, Maryland, it was almost four hours later. Uh, we had taken a pit stop off at a local Wawa, and I was sitting in the backseat with Bandit because he's... Still not he's not really used to car rides. Every time I put him in the car, he thinks that we're like I'm getting rid of him or something, and it's far from the truth. If anything, we're going to a dog park or we're going somewhere exciting other than the vet. So he he gets a little anxious, he whimpers a little bit. So I sat in the back with him, and like I said, October my mom was having the hip issue, and so my dad parked in the parking spot and this car of three women parked next to us and as i had bandit in the back seat i'm sitting in the back seat with tinted windows my mom's getting out of the car and she's starting to limp because she was sitting in the car for an extended period of time and as soon as she started to like hobble a little bit across the parking lot all three women and i say women loosely because I want to call them certain words, but I'm going to hold my tongue right now because I want you, you the listener, to just, just to hear from my from my eyes without me describing it. My mom opened the door. She got out. She closed the door. She took about two or three steps. She wasn't that much further than the headlights of our vehicle, of our SUV. And she started to limp a little bit. Not even... 15 seconds of her leaving the car, all three of those women slash girls that were... vile pieces of shit pulled out, started to pull out their phones and started to laugh among themselves. And they started to film my mom as she was walking across the parking lot. And they thought it was a fucking joke. And in that moment, like, I was just... I think I was like a lot of people would be in that situation. I was angry. I was... Confused. I was... They they were they were laughing so much that they didn't even get out of their fucking car. They waited until she went into the Wawa restaurant and then they just pulled off and left. 
Like, they didn't even get out of the car. They didn't get gas. They didn't get... They just watched her struggle. Thought it was fucking hysterical. Uploaded it to their fucking Instagram story or their stupid Snapchat story. And they laughed about it. And my mom was completely oblivious to it because she had her back to it. And I was sitting there behind tinted windows. Furiously. More of that rage just building up. Thinking of things that I wish I would have fucking did. I wish if I was wearing my Doc Martin boots, I would have just gotten out of the fucking car and kicked their side mirrors and just start laughing at them. But that would have been really aggressive. I'm not going to do that. I'm not a violent person. Part of me wishes I would have just got out of the fucking car and just started filming them being total cunts. Sorry if that's an offensive word, but that's what they were. They were total fucking cunts. Who does that? What sick fucking person does that? And I don't know if they realized that I was sitting there watching them. Which sounds creepy, but that's not what I was doing. Like, I I didn't have to go to the bathroom. My parents had to go to the bathroom at the Wawa. They were both going across the street. My mom was starting to hobble a little bit. And they started, all three of them, in the car next to us. In the stupid white Jetta. And so I didn't say anything to my parents. I had to watch that happen in front of my eyes. And then we continued on to our beach trip. And so I just kept to myself. Like I just, all I did was just watch Netflix. And then during certain intervals, I would just have my parents watch Bandit in the room. And I would just go watch the waves crashing on the beach. And I think the most therapeutic part was watching the waves. Because like I started, this sounds stupid. I almost started talking. Like, obviously, the waves go come to and from. So I felt like every time the wave came closer, I felt like saying a truth. And I felt like every time that I said a truth, the wave would take it back. And I felt like I was just letting it all out. And then I started to ask questions. I'm like, why do I care so much? Why am I holding on to this perfect vision of myself that I want to be? For others, and I'm not being the perfect vision I want to be for myself. And I, I, I hear it trembling in my voice right now as I ask it because I don't have that answer. It just—it sucks not knowing, or just being on the cusp of knowing but not being certain. I think that's kind of where I am right now. And I'm just tired of being on that, like, level or that edge of uncertainty. I just want to just fucking dive deep. And I just want to fucking fall in love. And I just want to be fucking happy. And I don't know where to fucking begin. I guess the first step would probably be with myself. And that's what I've been working on the past few weeks. Honestly, it's been the truth. Like, I wouldn't be able to put this episode out if I wasn't being honest. And I know it sounds like a bummer. If you are listening to this, I appreciate it. I just, you know, the Team Loser podcast was never meant to be like me. They're waxing poetically. 
it was meant to me meant for me to have like a panel of my friends and I would interview them and then have cross inter- cross interviews and that kind of shit and then the, the shit happened you know i mean it's there's still a possibility of that happening i mean i don't know i just don't want this to get di- diluted and just be every time i fucking upload a podcast episode it's like oh now i got to hear andrew talk for 35 minutes about being depressed now and honestly i feel pretty good I mean, yeah, some bad things have happened here and there, but I, I've been learning to accept it. Like I said, I, I realize that I don't need to always pretend to be angry or hold on to feeling angry just to think that I'm strong or it's worth holding on to. I can be honest with myself on certain days where I'm not feeling all that great. I mean, would it be nice to be able to text my boss and be like, hey, I'm having a mental health day. I don't want to come into the fucking shitty job where I'm making nuclear warheads. Yeah, it would be nice. But, you know, I don't have that luxury. Uh, What can you do? What can you do? But other than that, uh, like I said, I watched the waves and it just was it was. A weird therapeutic thing, and it kind of connected the dots. Like, why am I focused on things I can't control? And then the one question I kept asking was like, do you think the waves care that they're constantly crashing back and forth? And obviously, it's water. It doesn't have a, a, a natural, doesn't have a thinking. It doesn't have a form. It doesn't have a shape. Well, it, it's shapeless. It's... The Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro. I can't roll my tongue. That's why I'm not good at Despacito. Despacito. Sorry. I felt Spanish. In Spanish too. Anyway. Uh, where was I going with that? Uh, Despacito. Guillermo does the Shape of Water. Yeah. Uh, water doesn't care what you think about it. It's just there. It's there to be a force of nature. And that's... that. There's a power behind that. And I started to resonate with that. And that's where I feel like over the last few weeks, like, okay, I can't control how those stupid fat cunts in that car next to us reacted. I can only control and be responsible for the actions of the people in the car at that time. A.K.A. me. Although it doesn't sound healthy that I'm calling them cunts. But that's what they are. We're going to label them spade a spade. I digress. So after that, you know, come home with a new outlook on everything. Bandit is being really good. Uh, I decided to put myself out there with online dating. Just before Halo Infinite comes out, which is a horrible idea. Horrible. What are you, you going to do? You're going to date while you're playing Halo? No, you're not going to be dating. You're going to text people while you're fucking Halo? No. You're going to you're gonna be teabagging and getting the repulsor kills and grapple hooking and, you know, doing all the BR shots and all that stuff. It's what you do, Andrew. It's what you do. AR Pro all day, baby. Uh, So I started doing that. Uh, I don't do Tinder because I figure that's just the most toxic one and that's the one with all the bots on it. So... I matched with this one girl. She's pretty, she's really pretty. 
uh, we, we were hitting it off really well. I, I was honest about everything with like my hearing and in the process of learning sign language and everything like that. And then she was like, well, if you're a gamer, why don't we play something on Saturday? And I was like, all right, yeah, sounds good. And I got scared uh, the day of. Uh, okay, let me rewind a little bit. So yeah, I, I, I remember how I said on the one episode of the podcast, I, like, I did take a sobriety break of drinking. And then I did mention that when I went to the Chris and Sal Hey Bay podcast, I did have a drink or two just to calm my nerves. That's kind of what I've been doing. I've been doing the calm my nerves type thing. I haven't been pushing it to the edge of where I'm like, I put the tongue back in my mouth or like I'm blacking out. I'm trying to keep it in check, keeping it responsible. Because, you know, I don't want to have to be able to go to a bar and be like, no, I just need no duels or I just need a water. No, I want to be able to just drink responsibly, obviously. Know my limit. One or two drinks, obviously, when you're out at a bar. Or if you, I haven't been to a bar in fucking two years. Uh, you, you get it. Just drink responsibly is what I was, was just trying to get to a, a healthy limit. So... I started drinking a little early in the afternoon on Saturday. Oh, we're gonna be a little bit honest. And uh, yeah, so started drinking a little bit early slash late in the afternoon, and then it turned into like an hour before I was supposed to be ready for my date. And I was like, let me take a power nap. And when I took the power nap. I uh, slept through my alarm for like four hours. I don't know. Okay, stop doing that. All right. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, I drank. And then I was like, oh, great. She's not going to like me. Uh, I started self-sabotaging and self-fucking-deprecating. Like, I started looking at myself in the mirror like I used to and just be like, oh, she's not going to like you. She's going to see you for who you are. You're a broken loser. And you're not worthy of love, and you're going to be ending up alone. So why even bother try? And I got scared, and then I started drinking more. And then once I started drinking more, I was like, all right, just sleep it off real quick, and you'll be fine. You'll be able to wake up, probably impress her. And then I fucked it up by sleeping for four fucking hours. Four. Four. Four hours, Andrew. What the fuck are you doing? And in my defense, there is no defense, but if... If there was Boo Radley on trial right now, and I'm Boo Radley, and if Atticus Finch was looking across from me, and I'm Atticus Finch, I would say, well, to be honest... The Halo Infinite did just come out that week. So, you know, you gotta cut him some slack. His sleep schedule is a little fucked up. And I'd be like, yeah, exactly. Did I kill that woman? No, I'm Boo Radley. Note to self, it's been so long since I've read To Kill a Mockingbird. I don't remember if Boo Radley was innocent or guilty. Um, Great American novel. Uh, Yeah. So I fell asleep and she's pretty much been pissed off at me. 
Rightfully so. I'm a fucking loser idiot. And, uh, yeah. So now I'm just kind of not really into online dating because I feel like I'm not, again, I'm just mostly swiping left because I see all these people that have their shit together and I'm like, what the fuck are they going to see in me that I don't see in myself? And that's the worst part. It's not... Well, I mean, I do, I do believe myself. Like I said, I, it was just like, uh, it's a weird transitional period. I'm starting to believe in myself. Just gotta keep that momentum going. Uh, so yeah, after the shitty date, that was what, early November. And then we had, you know, Thanksgiving last week. Got to see Tyler, Melissa, and Darnell, the whole... Stern Zolkov clan. And, uh, Miss Kim did amazing Thanksgiving as always. It was always big family th- feast. And uh, she said a prayer at the very beginning of the day. She's like, I'm, I'm so thankful to be surrounded by friends and family. And then at the end of the, you know, she just went into the whole what she's thankful for and then at the very end i just thought it was funny because darnell who's always soft-spoken was just laughing he wasn't laughing at her he was just he just kind of chuckled he was just like miss kim i don't see any friends around in this family at this table he's like we've been all here long enough to be family he's like we're all thicker than blood here and i i i fucking love that i was like because everybody sitting at that table deserved to have their right they all put in their work their effort and that's what a family should be it's it's cliche to say but it's almost fast and furious like it's it's almost dom toretto family-esque it's just something beautiful about wanting to build your own family like that and i think that's where i'm starting to see the potential in my future and that's why i'm like all right build the build the blocking Get the bricks to build the foundation to set yourself up for the future. And that's what I think this is right now. Even though it's been 34 minutes, 44 seconds of rambling. That's a call back to when I talk about how long this podcast has been going. Do, 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 do. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Oh, how I would be... I would be remiss if we didn't talk about Halo Infinite and how great the gameplay is. How solid the multiplayer gameplay is. Yes. Could there be better map diversity? Yes. Could there be more playlists with more intricate, you know, objective only, slayer only? Yes, 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 and yes. SWAT and all those other game modes should not be locked behind a seasonal playlist. I 1000% agree. I don't know what to say. I don't have the answers. All I can say is I'm an old school Halo player. I'm an old school gamer. I don't mind grinding a little bit for shit. However, would have been nice to have a couple of base armors and base colors that were cross swapped yes it's shitty it's locked i'm not protecting them and by them i mean 343 
not protecting 343 on that one because that seems so asinine and ass backwards of like we literally want you to jump through hoops just to spend more money for no fucking reason other than to spend more money anti-consumer as fuck that being said no one is forcing any of you fucking losers on the fucking halo reddit forums or on twitter to buy this shit so if you don't fucking like it shut the fuck up i apologize you're allowed to have your opinion but it just seems like the vocal majority are people that don't even fucking play halo Maybe it's because Call of Duty sucks yet again. And maybe it's because this Battlefield sucks at launch. Yet again. Sorry, I don't know if Battlefield 1 was that bad at launch. I just feel like I'm tired of World War II games. I'm just done. We know who won. Well, let's stop pretending. America! Fuck yeah. Give me some... Give me some, like... Not mixed history shit. Give me like I'm. I liked what Black Black Ops Three did with Call of Duty. Like they had some. Obviously, they went back to World of War. They mixed some shit with Reznov and to, all that other. We I digress. You know whatever. And I'll be happy to do it today. Don't know where I'm going with that. Do 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 do. Anyway, Halo Infinite is really good. I love it. Uh, so far, it yes, it does need work, needs some polish. I've been having issues. I spent l- almost eight hours this weekend on custom games, just trying to fucking set the custom game lobby, just so I can set up bots with BRs, and it just does not work. It just constantly crashes, and I'm like, oh, okay then. I was better off playing Bot Slayer the entire weekend, and I was. I was probably better off using my AR Pro across the map doesn't matter so i spent most of this past time i'm not in onyx yet uh for ranked on plat five i i did place very low for uh my ranking off the get-go because it is performance based and it is or it is i i i'm sorry i'm not remembering correctly if it was based on performance or if it was based on team performance i don't remember all i know is that i was the only one on my team during my 10 games Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Dylan. Sorry, anybody that we played with. I was the only one playing objective. Just throwing it out there. And uh, for the record, Tyler, OJ himself, even sat there and said, man, I'm playing like ass this game. Well, he's at the bottom of the leaderboard, but he has the most kills, so it made no sense. That's just how Tyler does. And then he also got fucking ranked Diamond 1, and I got fucking ranked like Plat 2, and I'm like, this is fucking shenanigans shenanigans but i digress so yeah i'm grinding my way through uh platinum getting up to diamond uh i don't think i'm gonna get onyx this season i probably won't get onyx until january i'm okay with that i i'm i'd be happy with a mid diamond ranking honestly that's kind of where i was i was high diamond for halo 5 towards the end of the life cycle not the last few months but you know beginning of the year when i was playing it mostly Trying to get to 152, but I could never get to the max rank because that's just way too much experience. And now that's just, that was a whole, sorry. Like, I'm like, see, look, I'm I'm too busy in my head for like the last four minutes. I just talked about Halo niche cliche shit that I don't know if anybody really is going to care about or know about. 
But if you know, you know, and it's Mike's Super Short Show and not the Disney Channel original reference, please don't sue me. Uh, I'm just looking around the room for shit I could talk about. Uh... I did pick up two things. One for my live stream background. Since I have been live streaming a little bit more, I'm feeling comfortable with it. Uh, I just started putting the webcam back on. And I just got to figure out where I can put it. It's another tapestry. I got to put the first tapestry up. But this this new tapestry is uh, like an 80s, 80s wave. Aset- uh, 80s aesthetic. Ass, ass, aesthetic. Uh, tapestry of like Master Chief in front of like the Miami sun background. You know, it's like a sun with the palm trees and it's all purple and pink and neon color. It looks like a pink needler. Looks like the needler. But I gotta figure out where to put that. And then I also got, in the same color, a Pokemon Sword and Shield Fusion Strike Elite Trainer box with the cover of it being the Mew box. So I will be doing probably a opening video of that this weekend. Shh, go check out my live stream at twitch.tv Andrew Shot. All one word. A-N-D-R-E-W-S-H-O-T-T. As in Andrew's hot with two T's. Finger guns. So yeah, I mean, not really much else to talk about. Uh, I think I just want to end this episode out on just being optimistic because like I said, I'm like weird on that teetering edge. And I think like I can identify the I'm mature enough now to identify the issues. Like if I start to see myself going down a negative or a downward spiral where I should be able to reach out to help. I have a bad habit of reaching out to help because I don't want people to think that I'm weak or that I just want to vent and ramble like I have been for the last forty fucking two minutes like an idiot. Cause I'm so self deprecating, see? Like like I said, like I went, I went through a lot of stupid trauma, and I had to relive through it when I did my mushroom trip, and it was just like, oh, you just blocked all that out, <laughs> and that's okay, but just don't keep repeating that toxic environment. Just don't repeat yourself. Just be the best version of you that you want to be, and I'm just. It It's almost like right now I'm looking at a podium, like a first, second, and third. And at first it's just like a a person, it's like a silhouette doing a hero pose. And I could tell like the shape is there, the form is there, the height, the scrawny paleness is there. It's It's supposed to be me, but it's not me yet. It's a different confidence i don't know maybe it's just i don't know it sounds just stupid and i i I, the whole mushroom trip thing like I, i i brought it up a couple of times to people like i wanted to tell them about what i experienced but i didn't want them to think i was stupid like there were a few times where i wanted to be like I wanted to tell Tyler privately, like, hey, I saw this, and I think me seeing a version of me being a dad 
means that I need to get my shit together or like I like it was just like I, even to me like I I didn't I never would have thought I would say that out loud like I am so selfish like I was always under the impression like I was going to be the one out of my siblings to not have a kid and that pissed my parents off because I'm the male <laughs> sorry for the toxic patriarchy thing at the whole thing but like the last name would die with me pretty much and my my dad was really not happy with that one when i told him that at a younger age i was like yeah i'd be happy if i didn't really have kids and now it's just like when i experience that i'm like yeah i want that but i want it to be right and i there is no such thing as right with having a child or just i want it to be better than what i had and I think that's just the basic foundation of everything. Oh, okay, so keep an eye on the clock. All right, we got the warning flag. Uh, yeah, but it's just it's about being, I guess, more than yourself. And I, I realize that now. So it's like I'm not playing checkers. I'm not living day to day, week to week. I'm trying to f see things in bigger picture, if that makes sense. I think it does. And that's why I'm really excited with getting into the streaming thing and like – Maybe meeting more people with it, like similar interests. Because, like, you know, I've been stuck inside this house all f the fucking time. Like, either the walking bandit or playing video games. Like, I really don't get out of the house. Like, I'm, I'm either at work being surrounded by miserable people that are talking about COVID conspiracies and a Cybertron variants. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Well, what are we doing here? We got the fucking. The Hugglepuff variant and the fucking Delta <laughs> Sorry, I know that's a, that's a horrible joke, and I'm just I'm just kind of fed up with it. But you, you, I digress. You get the gist. I I digress is going to be just on the T-shirt where it's just misspelled. <laughs> that's that's going to be the new merch. Speaking of merch, I got NoobCombo.com merch. Shout out Maddie Rums. Going to be wearing that on the streams. Shout out Twitch. AndrewShot.com, A-N-D-R-E-W-S-H-O-T-T. <sighs> wow, my tongue hurts after speaking for 47 minutes. Ladies, if you want to see me use my tongue for 47 minutes consecutively, you got to go on the OnlyFans for that. Or you could just follow this podcast and just put it on mute. That'd probably be the best bet, and that would make my self-esteem go up higher than it already is. Don't know what that meant, but I just said it out loud. That just like the last... 47 minutes of this fucking podcast. really don't know what I said. Uh, let's see. Before I go, let's do some shout-outs. Shout-out Colin. Because now I can finally fucking say this. Shout-out Colin and Brianne. The new happily uh, Mr. and Mrs. Proud of you. Uh, the future Mr. and Mrs. Turner. Uh, we have shout out to Tyler, Melissa, and Scarlett. It was great seeing you guys at Thanksgiving. Shout out to Darnell. It was really great seeing you at Thanksgiving. Uh, you're going to be a dad in literally almost a month. January, you're going to be a father. Uh, shout out to Miss Camp for hosting Thanksgiving. I know it wasn't a very easy task. And I know with everything going on, it was... Very emotional time, but I really appreciate you, and it was a good thing. And I'll be over to visit you more often, especially with everything going on. Uh, shout out to ATS Pro Talk community for hosting the weekly uh, 
the weekly play date, especially now with it being Halo Infinite time. I really love coming home and looking forward to something to do, playing Halo with a bunch of awesome like-minded people. Not that I'm saying I don't like playing with Halo with my my best friends. It's just good to get a different repertoire going on. Like good It's good to feel validated with having different opinions from different people and just hearing the the communication and hearing the conversations going on and I love that kind of I love that community. I'm so thankful to even be a part of that. Um shout out to the Afdal community cuz I've been playing with them a little bit more. Shout out to Pun, shout out to Zeev TV, shout out to Everybody else over there doing their shit over at Alpha Dog Gaming. And let's see. Oh, super special shout out to Silos, who jumped in on the stream the other night. And shout out to Brooks SVP on Twitter. Uh, Brooks is someone I played the Tour de Walsh with. And that was the HCS Pro Talk community thing that I talked about last, yeah, last episode. And then my mom took a fall in between the tour to Walsh and me wanting to record. That, you, you, get, you get it. It was a lot going on. So I couldn't upload the episode. But uh, Brooks has been putting out like all this positive like sh- tweets. I was going to say positive shit. It's not positive shit. It's positive like momentum. Like it, It's good. It's, it's me to get caught on my shit. It was essentially... Like, it was stuff that I resonated with. So that's why I say shit. I don't mean it's it's bullshit. I mean it's like it's hard hitting facts. It's like J. Jonah Jameson, I need pictures of Spider Man. Slam the fist on the desk. There you go, I did it. Uh but he's been sitting here tweeting about it. He's like, Look, grab your best friends and just form a team and play together. Get your get your ass kicked in and then learn from it and then get better. That's the whole purpose and the, the reason of the game. And that's why I'm really loving Halo, but I'm also at the same time not trying to get burned out of it. I'm not trying to go for the cosmetics and everything like that. So it's like a weird, healthy finding of the balance of the two. But yes, I really do love the positive community feedback that I'm seeing in the resignation. Not resignation. Uh, yeah, what's the one word? Restitution, retribution, Rasputin, reconciliation, reclamation, no bleeding, don't give a fuck if I cut my own bleeding, this is my last reason, anyway, little Papa Roach there for you. See, look, this wouldn't be an episode of Team Loser if I didn't just go break out into musical every once in a while. And look, this is a 52-minute episode podcast. So look, we're, 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 we're just trugging along. We're just going to get it on. Let's get it on. I know I had a couple of little emotional pauses and stuff in between. I get you. So I just, like I said, I, there was a lot of bit of jumping to and fro. I had to be a little bit vulnerable there at the beginning of the episode. Uh, I didn't make a blue chew joke yet. Uh, maybe it's because I'm just so emotionally hard right now that I don't need to be taking blue chew to get physically hard. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just such a fucking self-deprecating, self-sabotaging asshole at this point. Like, I don't know where I was going with that. Like, I just said some stupid shit. Like, see, like, if I was in an Xbox Live party, I probably would have said something stupid like that, too, anyway. 
You're better than that, Andrew. You're better than that. Anyway, I hope you learned something here. Uh, I know I feel a lot better getting that off my chest. Uh, oh, something stupid. I kind of lost access to the Team Loser podcast Twitter. Uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I got it back. I don't know how I'm going to get it back. I just got to figure that one out. I don't know, remember where I wrote down the password. But uh, yeah, so just uh, follow me on Andrew Shot and on Twitter. And I will share this episode as much as I can without posting it to the official Twitter because I'm a dumbass. Oh, yeah, because I got my new phone. Let me know if this episode sounded a little bit better. I don't know what the audio quality is going to be because I'm recording this on an iPhone iMax 13 S Pro Series Taylor Swift, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, It's not a microphone blue Yeti at this point. Like I have sitting over there collecting dust that's staring at me. The tool of my blue Yeti is just staring at me like a giant asshole that I am because I'm too scared to learn how to use them on my MacBook. Again, that goes back to the fear underneath my anger because I'm afraid I'm going to click on something and I'm going to ruin it, but I just got to get over that fear. So that's why I want to get this stream set up. I want to get my YouTube channel set up. I want to make sure like I'm not just freaking out over stupid single kill clips. I want to make sure like I'm provide. I, I want to provide entertainment and laughter and like be there for people when they need it the most. I think right now, more than ever, I think that's what people need. And I think that's what I'm here for. 100%. I want to be there for you. Yes, you, the person listening to this, even though as I rambled and I sound like I'm so self-centered and narcissistic, and I'm not. Most of the time. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Play me off, no siree, a.k.a. Aaron, for playing the Vidalia Onion.